0: That's B-O-D-I dot com.
1: Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. And we said we were going to give ourselves a week off, but Bravo, damn it, you brought it this weekend. I mean, do you even think BravoCon is going to top
2: the events of the last four days? Um, I don't even know. Like to be honest, I thought the baby shower was going to be hard to top, and then everything happened this weekend, and it was—it's so good that we're coming back this. Week. I know. To we're like, bored. we need a break, and we're like, no, we can't. So we can't. <laughs> I mean, really, it all kind of
1: started, give or take. It kind of started Thursday, but the festivities really, I think, feel like picked up Friday um, with Brittany and Jax's wedding. We were seeing stuff leading up to it, but Friday was, like, the rehearsal dinner. They had a Taco Bell truck. Um, I mean, the wedding. So let's just, like, dive into the wedding overall. Um, what I mean, what were your thoughts? Let's first talk about the events leading up to it. So what were your thoughts on that?
2: I was a little, you know, the murder mystery, which they did a murder mystery party on Thursday. And I my first thought was, like, okay, that's interesting. Um, but I've never done one before. Actually, I take that back. I've done one for work it was was several years ago I've never done one I I did it one for work but it was kind of weird it was during the lunch hour so I haven't done one (laughs) where you can like drink a murder (laughs)
0: lunch
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) but I at first I mean I'm gonna be honest at first I'm like oh that's a little weird like do I really want to do that when I would just come into town for a wedding like do I really want to play a murder mystery game but the more I think about it I bet it's probably more fun than you think and i I'm thinking
1: it was kind of their way to do an icebreaker because bits and pieces of her family have met some of the people in L.A., but that was in L.A. So, you know, all the pump people um, and then they had people from other reality shows from Bravo were all coming to Lexington, Kentucky. I think a lot of them were very surprised, like they didn't know what to expect. Um, you're not from the midwest you tend to think we all live on farms which <laughs> kind, of, kind of true in Brittany's case but um so i the more i thought about it it was a really i think it was probably like a really good icebreaker for those that were attending it was a way for everyone to like socialize but like they had a reason to yeah um, i think for us it'd be weird because like i wouldn't do that at my rehearsal dinner because everyone knows each other like why yeah like, no that's a really good point so but i i felt the same thing at first i did like how it was kind of a surprise and they just had this guy come in like they thought they were talking to their friends. And then the guy popped up and was like, hi, I'm a personal investigator. And that's where, like, it's the, those that were filming it for their Instagram stories, it, like, cut. And we didn't see anything for hours. And
2: so people are like, uh, why was there a personal investigator at this
1: rehearsal dinner so it was kind of cool the way they did it
2: it was cool and I keep thinking as you're talking about it I'm remembering the episode in New York when they did the murder mystery so oh my god I wonder if it was as fun as that but I like the costumes and the names and yeah all that stuff but it was good um so then Friday was like the true rehearsal we got to
1: see a little bit more of the Kentucky Castle which really was beautiful and then I about died so they had taught a huge like taco bell food truck but i mean calling it a food truck i think is like a disservice it was like a large like mobile home it was huge it was ginormous um and it was one of many hashtag ads that we saw i mean this has to have been the most sponsored wedding i've seen and i'm not i want to to, like start by because i think we've both been like posting a lot about the uh hashtag ads and sponsors i don't think it's trashy or like you know not like unclassy that they did it I respect them for doing it make the money where you can if you're getting free booze to like cut cost more power to you because hustling for that kind
2: of stuff is hard um but what I agree. the amount I mean they had a lot I think it was just funny and honestly in my mind right now I was like imagine if Cam got married and oh with the God. tv <laughs> like how many ads She'd be like but walking I... down the aisle
1: my smile is brought to y'all by vitality <laughs> Vita- by what is it by Vivali- vitality planet or something I can't yeah think yeah the care vitamins I think yeah those before my hangover um what else the home chef um the food for
2: elvis if elvis yeah. was walking down the aisle she would stop and let everyone know that he just ate his fresh meal because he doesn't <laughs> processed foods See the yeah. thing and I, I love Cam and we like give her a lot of shit because we love her, but I do feel like Jackson Brittany, I like what you said, like they own it. Might as well they're writing on these fifteen minutes of fame and might as well milk it while you can I feel like Cam, truthfully, all joking aside, if she she did give Southern charm, I think. Yeah, she did. I don't think I think she would think she was above that. Yeah to some extent. I,
1: I also her husband's not like in it. He doesn't like that kind of stuff, like the he, he'll be on her Instagram, but he, like, will never be on the show. So yeah. um, I think that, like, I could see him not wanting cameras there and definitely not wanting sponsors. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was pretty crazy. I, though, will say, like, wedding day came. Um, first of all, I guess I should say, I don't know if Brit- Brittany and Jax are going to last. I hope they do. But, I will, like, the, her pure excitement, you couldn't help but just be so happy for them, like, the whole day of their wedding.
2: I, you know, I've had friends. I had a friend of mine. She was like, I didn't know you guys like Britney and Jack so much. And I'm like, you know, here's the thing I wouldn't say that you and I have been pretty critical, mainly Jack, yeah. more so than Britney. So I'm not going to pretend that we're like Jack's number one fan. However, I think, like you said, seeing Britney's pure enjoyment, that day is just about love. Like, I really do deep down inside wish them the best and hope that it does last and that they can prove all the naysayers wrong. Um, do I have some doubts? Yes, but I think a lot of those doubts are based on behaviors that we've seen on from Jacks from years and years of television. So, um, I don't know. It, but her excitement was really, really sweet. and it did it did you could like feel the love through your screen. I <laughs> mean, yeah. literally captured everything that day. I can't believe
1: that all of the people were allowed to use their phones the amount they did. I mean, I'm sure there's things that we missed that are going to be on the episode, but I feel like I was there. I saw everything leading up to it. I saw them getting ready. I saw them joking around with the groomsmen. Then I saw the people that were just attending, like, in the crowd. We saw her walk
2: down the I mean, we saw it all. I mean, you, we fucking got Tom Schwartz's best man speech. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Shep. <laughs> By it. the way, Shep, MVP for recording every freaking minute because he knew we all wanted to see it. Oh yeah, and here's the thing too that I kind of keep thinking about, and this is not some This is more so for Brittany and Jacks, less than the guests, I guess. But they probably you have to think with them having so many sponsors and the number of impressions that they get with more people having visibility to these ads and like Hooters, like it's free advertisement yeah. for all these sponsors. So I'm sure they might have encouraged it for from that angle. Like they might make a little bit more money if more eyeballs yeah. see the Hooters girls at the end of the night. I don't know, but. Um, It, I was a little surprised that we saw as much as we did too. Like it truly felt like we were there. I just like, I was shocked. I kind of thought that like, like as they were getting ready, we would see it. I
1: didn't think we would be allowed to see much of the wedding ceremony because I thought, you know, they're filming. I thought they'd want to save that for the episode. I thought maybe we would see bits and pieces of the reception, but I mean, we saw everything. We saw the wedding party be announced. Like you said, we saw the best man speeches we saw the first dance. We saw them cut the cake. We saw everybody else dancing. We saw the after party. I mean, it was pretty cool because I feel like I was there and I kind of wanted to be there.
2: Yeah, I agree. And if you didn't, if you've been living under a rock <laughs> yeah. and you haven't seen any of it, lucky for you, we've saved all, saved it all on our highlights on our Instagram page. Hash, hashtag Jack's got it right. Um, at Real Moms of Bravo on our Instagram page. So please check that out. But what, so there was a couple things that we had some prop bets leading up to the wedding. One being whether or not his mom would show up. So we thought at one moment that his mom was going to show up and then she didn't. Were you surprised by that? Yeah. So we thought we saw her because we saw him walk
1: a woman and we only saw the back of the woman. And I thought it was his mom too. And then the program was like in somebody's um, picture and kind of went viral and it turned out to be his godmother. I am really heartbroken Uh, for both on both sides so it sounds like he didn't really invite his mom however as a mother it would take like the most intense strong security guards to keep me away from my son's wedding I don't care if he said like you will ruin my life by being there I I would just say I will always love you and I'm not missing out on this because looking back you will regret me not being there more than you'll be angry about it in the moment that I am there and I, I just think she should have shown up whether he invited her or not. She knew when it was, we all did. I could have shown up if I really wanted to and tried to crash the <laughs> wedding, you know?
2: Yeah, no, I, I am with you. I, I think life is so short and you would think given his experiences and I don't know what it's like to lose a parent. So I don't want to speak on his behalf as an experience, but if it were me and I were to put myself in his shoes, I, I think that experience would maybe teach me that life is so short and to like, let your feud die for that day for a moment put it aside and just kind of enjoy being married and letting your mom be there we did have someone slide into our dms yes who um does does know someone who knows Jax's mom they live in the same a, town so. they live in the same town and apparently Jax's mom does try and Brittany and jack's evidently never have time for her um I guess they act like she doesn't exist. I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not, but I do think there's two sides to every story. And it, it's heartbreaking either yeah. way. There's like no positive.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's ev- heartbreaking. everybody lost in this situation. I think if Jack and his mom reunite, which I think one day they will, I think part of the pain of grieving sometimes for some people is to have someone to be mad at. Um, mm. I know like with my dad, like whether she had did anything wrong or not. Um, although I could tell stories off the record, but at the (laughs) time his girlfriend, like my, my sisters and I will forever probably not like her because of the way she handled things. Um, but I would say looking back on it, anyone in that situation, it would have been, it would have been tough given everything that happened with my dad. So I get needing someone to be mad at, but I also would say like, if I saw her, or if she like reached out and was like, I would like to get lunch with you, I would say yes. Um, So, and that's not even my own mom. I couldn't imagine letting my like pain be, just overtake me so much that I would keep my own mother from attending my wedding.
2: Oh yes, most definitely. And what was your take on, did you follow all the drama with their officiant? So it was leading up
1: to it. So I think a couple weeks we fe- like, a couple weeks prior to the wedding, we found out that Lance Bass was going to be the officiant. I thought it meant that Lisa wasn't even going to come. Um, but apparently, Lisa originally was going to be the officiant, which she was for Katie and Schwartzy.
2: Um, she didn't do it for Sheena, did she? No, but there's a little bit more to it, too. Like, G- Lisa was backup number two.
1: Oh, she was? Yeah. So
2: they had an officiant, um, someone that was part of their church. I, I mean, that's I right. It. Yeah. And then old tweets dug up and there were some homophobic tweets and there's a lot of backlash given, you know, yeah. the um pride, like pride um, at Sir just had recently occurred and people are like, oh my gosh, how can you have someone? Marry you, marry you when all, and then be, say you're an LGBTQ ally, like it doesn't make sense. So got a lot of backlash, so they nixed that guy, and then Lisa was supposed to officiate, and then she backed out after her mother passed away, and then it became Lance. So, I
1: mean, I think they kind of won in this situation, because I think Lance Bass probably would have come anyway. It seems like he, he was at Jax's bachelor party before he was even officially the officiant, yes but i don't know if he would have been as epic as he was uh, at the after party had he not been the officiant and I'm, oh hell yeah i'm sure everyone's seen the video but for anyone born i would say like 1982 to
2: 1992 night Nine- oh born sorry yeah. i was thinking living no like wait were, a second
1: if you were born, <laughs> like if you were born during that time so if you are anywhere from what 35 to 25 yeah it, give or yeah. a take um or I guess 36 with whatever I'm bad at math but you know what I'm <laughs> trying to say so if mm-hmm. you understand just how amazing sync was at that time and how they will forever you'll hear a song and you will forever be taken back bye 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 I think any one of us if that comes on you can't help but do the one little dance move where you use your hands you say bye 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 and then you kind of like make a fist and like kind of like you know what I'm saying yeah, and no, he it was amazing. did it for them. Like, he not only was singing it, but he pulled out all of the
2: bye-bye-bye dance moves. It was unbelievable. It was incredible and probably my favorite thing that we saw at the wedding that we were virtually there. Yeah. It was my favorite moment, hands down. And, no, I think you're right. They totally won having Lance. Um, I mean, I feel – I have, like – and I don't know their friendship with Lance. The petty side of me is, like, oh, like, are you really that close – Yeah. post them that he can be officiate your wedding, but it's none of my business. They ended up on top. Lance did, I think probably did awesome. And they got to dance their asses off. So we got to see it.
1: Lance kept himself relevant too. He won as well, because I mean, let's be honest, those of us that were, you know, huge and sinkers, Lance wasn't at the time, like the, the main one, it was always JT. Um, And then I feel like you could kind of say, like, if you look at like their solo careers, I would almost say, Joey Fatone and JC Chavez were like the, the two that really kind of like after sync had a career and now Lance Bass, here he is coming back. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's like kind of made himself like popular and important again. So he, yeah.
2: And he has a relationship with Lisa and he's yeah. also a business partner with Jax with the just add Jax. That's right. Alcohol. Yeah. thing. So there's that connection too. So it was a great wedding. So overall, like, what is your thoughts? Like, aesthetically, what you think about her dress? So, the theme? Like, what yeah. is your take? I will... Like, if this is for weddings, how would you rate this wedding? Okay, I've never seen four weddings, and everyone's been oh, talking really? about it. I oh, need... my God. How have you never seen? But yeah, like, what would you give the venue? You rate the venue, like, let's say 1 to 10, 10 being high. Then what would you rate her dress 1 to 10, 10 being high? And then, like, the overall? Yeah, like the overall, and then maybe we can say, like, the bridal party. Well, whatever. Okay. However you want to do it. So I would say the
1: venue, I give it a 10. It was stunning. It
2: truly was a castle. Um,
1: for those that have not, like, that aren't from the Midwest, I actually I thought it was beautiful that it was basically on a farm. It was so scenic. It was stunning. Even though it was, as a lot of them were saying, it was hot as hell. I mean, like, welcome to the Midwest in the summers. Um, It's hot and humid. Sorry, people. But I thought, like, it was a beautiful day. The sun was out um so I think the place I give it a 10 so her dress if it were so it's not my style I don't get the whole like sleeve that hangs off of you thing like the
2: whatever that's called the bell yeah I don't know the like dropped sleeve I don't even know what you call that it's almost like a cold it's almost like a cold shoulder without the full
1: shoulder (laughs) I don't love it I will say it looked beautiful on her and I loved that everyone's like oh my god she had three dresses it was the same dress but she kept pulling stuff off of it and I thought every look looked amazing I loved her party look too the short dress like it was a little bit more of like a cocktail sweetheart um but I thought she looked beautiful so I'm gonna give her dress I'm giving it an 8.5 just because I don't that the sleeve thing bugs me but she looked beautiful overall I mean the flowers the cake the uh, like the inside tent. The they had a, a live band. They had a DJ. They had freaking Hooters. Um, which I love a good
2: late night snack. I uh, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it overall a nine. I am with you. I think the venue definitely a ten. I think overall it was a nine. Looks like that an amazing band. We saw some of Tom Sandoval's dance moves, which I live for and die for. I thought the bridesmaid dresses were really pretty. I will say, and I think because the events. Leading up to it and what we saw on TV and Brittany's like said how much she loves the Disney fairy tale and like, the Disney um, princessy vibe. I'm glad that she didn't go like all princess. Like it was still like classy and elegant. Um, it was colorful too. Like I like the colorful flowers that she used indoor her dress. I agree with you. It's not my number one choice. It's beautiful on her. I'm not really into dresses too, that have that little bit of the see-through Um, that was like more of my, I don't even want to say issue, but I just don't prefer that. But I actually, my favorite of her three looks, I liked her party cocktail dress when it was was like short yes, and her hair was up in the ponytail. I just think she looks amazing. And I think more things that are more fitted on her, I think just look more flattering.
1: Uh, I agree. I
2: loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Um, and speaking of beautiful pride,
1: (laughs) I think so. I think Pride, I think what the coolest part is, and Reza was talking about this, that I think that it's really cool that when you look at, like, the evolution of the LGBT community, um, in the beginning, I felt like Pride was really something that maybe, like, because I remember hearing about it in St. Louis, that maybe, like, you'd watch, like, as a straight person, you'd watch Mafar. If you had a friend's house who, like, overlooked the parade route, you might, like, look out the window and stuff. Um, but it was really something that only like gay or bi or lesbian people attended um, looking at when it first started. Cause I feel like in the beginning it was just LGB and then it became LGBT. Now I think it's like LGBTQ and probably some other letters I'm forgetting.
0: But mm-hmm.
1: um, I just think it's really cool that now we're at a point where like, not only are straight people like there and supporting the gay community, but they're also like freaking on the float and like, just saying, like, this doesn't, ha- like, it's just becoming really inclusive. And I think that's what it should be. It's all about just celebrating people and celebrating their differences. But, like, celebrating them for being brave enough to be themselves. And I just, I thought that was really cool when you looked at how many people were there that were not gay.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I love that. And I think, you know, you and I have always been um, huge supporters of the LGBTQ community. Like, we have friends in our inner circle, who um are gay and I think it's important to like normalize it you know I think as as straight people I think that kind of and seeing the float just helps make it make it seem more okay yeah like it's not a big deal let's like love is love let's celebrate the love here let's take a moment and use a platform to like represent um people who are still struggling like the trans community or like whatever it may be like there's still battles to be fought but i think it's important as um straight allies that we use our voice to kind of normalize any ignorant behavior
1: i also this wasn't um this weekend this was a different a, i feel like pride like every city kind of has done it on different weekends um but i saw something. this went viral but it was a this man who was like a dad I think he's straight was wearing a shirt that said free hugs um, from a dad for anyone who needs it and like there's a picture of this guy just like sobbing giving this stranger a hug because and like later they tracked him down and talked to him and he's like I just like my parents haven't accepted me so to get a hug from someone else's dad who's accepted them like he's like I felt like in a way I was being accepted and I think that's like really cool and that's like I think kind of what the spirit of it's all about is just like loving everyone and
2: accepting them. So most definitely, I have to try to find it because it like gave me goosebumps when I first saw it. Um, It was it was great, and like this was World Pride Day, so I was like, I think New York was the biggest parade. The fact that Bravo had so many housewives afloat looked incredible. Andy looked so like giddy and happy and in his moment and like surrounded by all these housewives and some drag Queens, the gay shark, like it looked oh. awesome. And he keeps posting about it. So I think he was truly like on a high
1: being there and the women went all out. Like I was loving all of the outfits. I have to say Leanne Locken was my favorite though. Oh, she, she was mine too. Like killed it. So like so amazing. Um, I, and I couldn't like, it wasn't just housewives. Miss Patricia came too.
2: Oh, yes. Miss Patricia was there. And then Reza. I'm actually surprised like Frederick um, or Josh Flagg weren't there.
1: I thought there'd be, and I will say I was a little, like the West coast did not nearly re- like did not
2: represent nearly
1: the way I thought they would. Rena? No,
2: and I don't know where they were. I keep looking, I'm, I'm guessing they just had conflicts and couldn't be there, but I was kind of surprised that there wasn't even like Erica Jane. Like I think, yeah, I think Erica Jane to me is a little more iconic for the gay community than even runna.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I do know that there were some people, so a lot of flights got canceled um, out of Lexington. Um, and a few of them were posting about how they were mit- like missing the Pride Parade in um New York and they were bummed about it. Uh and I so like and I give Lisa a pass because she's like been through a lot. She was just at a wedding, but yeah, like uh Brenda could have been there, Erica Jane could have been there, no one from OC was there.
2: Yeah, no one from OC, like Josh Flagg wasn't there, Frederick. I don't know where he was, he wasn't there. Um, Bethany wasn't yeah. there. I don't know. I, I was a bit again. I'm sure it's just like scheduling conflicts, but it was still amazing. The group of women they did have, and, and the drama and the drama that unfolded. So you <laughs> know what? Kelly I'm wrong. Dodd. I'm wrong. She's from OC,
1: and Kelly Dodd gave us oh quite you're a moment. Right. So hello.
2: yeah, Kelly Dodd. How? Duh. Um. <laughs> I'm so like hello, Abby. And Reza's LA, so yeah. I don't
1: know, but. So I love that Reza. So first let me start there. Like I'm going to kind of start like back not in order sequence of events. So Reza put something with kind of does like an Instagram story. That's himself, Leanne and Kelly Dodd. And he's like, it's just the three of us. We just had a little bit of like, you know, some drama, but what happens in the car stays in the car. And not if you're Kelly Dodd, Sonia and Tinsley are freaking going at it in the car. The car then like stops because they arrived at their destination and Leanne starts yelling. And I'm like, we are here. Basically being like, you cannot fight outside of the car because I can't let everyone see it. And Kelly Dodd freaking posts it to
2: her Instagram stories. I know. And she actually posted it to her feed. So I think she got in trouble and deleted it. Like <gasps> I saw she posted a video clip to her feed. And I think that's why she got her hands slapped. But it was incredible. And the fight was such an old fight.
1: Yeah. Like, it had to I, do with, like, when Tinsley first started staying with Sonia when she yeah, moved back to New York. it was such an
2: old fight. Like, it just well, cracked me up. I was like, what is happening? Were... Tinsley's getting really upset. And Sonia was exactly what he expected her to be in that moment.
1: Sonia kept bringing up the Morgan letters. Like, I think they were both having separate <laughs> fights but just yelling at each other.
2: I I just didn't get it and one thing though I'm actually surprised because I feel like normally when they're like drunk like that I think Tinsley is a little bit more in tune with her surroundings so I'm actually surprised she wasn't like stop or I, I don't know she if she didn't she notice was,
1: I think she thought she was safe because they were in the car and like they weren't around like the public um yeah I, I mean I feel like Kelly dad might get in a little bit of trouble for that like even I mean I, I clearly she removed it from her feed but I mean, this is the fact that she posted it in general. Plenty of people grabbed it. And, oh,
2: yeah, we have it. I have I mean, it saved to my phone. Like, yeah. we will share it again. Um, it was too good not to share.
1: And the other thing, I mean, again, Sonia, I feel like Sonia might, besides Andy, Sonia might win pride. Um, there is a, <laughs> a picture of Miss Patricia and Sonia. And Miss Patricia put something about, like, how she supports the gay community and all this. And someone said, like, why isn't your son there clearly? Like, you don't support him. And she said, my
2: son isn't gay. Just ask Sonia. Oh, my. Oh, I mean, Sonia is just an opportunist. Like, so, I mean, what? I'm guessing that means Sonia's hooked up with Whitney. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else that would
1: mean. But I will say at first <laughs> I thought that was, like, really creepy. But Sonia and Whitney aren't that far apart in age. No. Because he's no. 51, which shocks me. Um, and she's, like, probably close to 60, I think she's, right? like, just a, yeah, getting ready to turn 60. So maybe not that weird. Um, but, yeah, overall, like, I mean, Pride, it was so fun to watch. And I feel like a lot of us were, like, coming off of the high of the wedding. And then she's
2: 55. Sonia's 55. Okay, so
1: they're four years. That's, like, nothing.
2: Oh, that was absolutely nothing.
1: Um, oh, I mean, I actually thought that hookup was a little more scandalous. But now I'm a little disappointed
2: it's not that big of a deal. Um... I mean, but it's, like, scandalous because as Whitney is probably would deny it. And I'm glad his mom aired out his dirty laundry he's probably so mad at her.
1: I bet she, I bet she doesn't let Michael, like he probably yells at her and she's going to say like, Michael's not going to serve you dessert and bed tonight. <laughs> um, but so just when we thought though, so like, you know, we have the wedding, we have pride weekend. We have a little bit of like, I'll say a lull come Monday. Um, and like Bravo <laughs> gave, all of us, gave us a little bit of a chance to like catch our breath. Um, for those of you that are obsessed with Bravo, like we are. And then today, the picture dun, of the dun, OC. Dun. Yeah. The picture of the OC cast is released. And a very important person is not in the cast photo. Vicki Gumvelson is Vicky a, motherfucking Gumbleson. The OG of the OC and the OG of the OG. So for those of you who like maybe just started watching Housewives, the very first housewife show ever this was when like the oc was happening the hills um the oc the tv show with um, uh,
2: oh misha misha barton who's misha barton
1: and his, his name isn't seth cohen but uh what's his name what um adam, brody. adam brody yeah <laughs> so like that like all this is going on I'm ben I'm,
2: mckenzie rachel yes. bilson
1: oh god yeah i'm in college uh or we're in college that's how young we are this is all happening but, um, so they, they decided to do because like, it seems like there's a lot of interest in like this rich community of, you know, Laguna beach and the surrounding area. So they decide they're going to do the real housewives of orange County and Vicki was on it. And if you ever get a chance, like look at season one, it was so like the production value was super low. It was like a true reality show. They didn't do their hair and makeup for every, like every lunch or every, I mean, it was very like, just i would say normal people but that lived in massive houses yeah vicky was the only one part of it and then it took like a couple years of a like a couple years break and then reality tv just all of a sudden explodes and bravo starts doing more and more um like uh franchises and seasons but so i mean vicky is the only one remaining from that season one of all the housewives which was real housewives of oc so i mean this is a huge statement that she's been devoted
2: it is a huge statement. And do you have any theories on why? Like, we've had a lot of people asking us today. So we posted it to our Instagrams and a lot, Instagrams. Oh my God, I sound like Teresa. Instagram. Um, today, <laughs> <a> lot, yeah. <laughs> ingredients Yeah. Um And a lot of people are like, hey, why, why, why does she get demoted? I don't know that we have a full reason. There were a lot of rumors before today's announcement that she was demoted. And she said herself, "She's like, I will never just be the friend of. She said that on Twitter. She
1: clearly is. Um, I think maybe she was, I think part of it was they probably told her you're going to be friend of, but she's smart enough to know that sometimes they, they switch things up. Like they make people full cast members and then pretty much like pull them out of the season. If they're not, if it's not playing well or airing well with uh, the viewers. So I think she probably thought, fine, go into it telling me I'm a friend of, but I will make sure I get engaged. I'm going to make sure I bring the drama and you're going to have to make me full time. And she, I mean, it looks like she did that, all that stuff. I mean, she clearly got engaged. We know that to be true. The finale party is her engagement party. She, From the previews, like, the key pinnacle, like, high drama points is her. And she's still a friend of. I honestly, so we don't, we don't know for sure. I think it, it's based off of what she said to Kelly Dodd at the reunion. And Agreed. Vicky, and Vicky thinks that, like, she's okay because Kelly Dodd da, called her fat. But Vicky said that Kelly does cocaine. I'm pretty sure she called her a whore. And she also said that she's never with her daughter and that her daughter would rather be with her husband than her. And her husband is telling everyone that Kelly is a bad mother. So, I mean, basically, like, every area where you could hit somebody and make them feel horrible, Vicky went there. But the biggest thing is Kelly is claiming she's never done cocaine. And that is a very big, slanderous statement to make. And a lot of people are like wondering, why doesn't Kelly just sue her? Well, when you sign a contract with Bravo and Sirens Media, part of that entails not suing any other cast member for what they say to you when filming. So,
2: oh, damn. You're like a lawyer. Well,
1: and I and it, it, yeah. Well, part of it is I kind of was looking into it because I kept thinking, why isn't Kelly suing her? Because, I mean, you really if you say someone's doing drugs and they're not, especially when they're divorced, like, I mean, if her husband wasn't ass, he could have tried to use that against the court and try to you know, get more custody of his daughter or just, you know, like really make her life miserable. We're seeing, um, what's Jason Hoppe doing that to Bethany? He uses everything she does on the show as a way to like hurt her. So that, I mean, it was a big statement to make, and it could have had major implications for Kelly's life, but that contract, there's a clause in there. And I think the reason why they do it is they want to make sure that the, that Everybody on the show creates good drama and isn't afraid to get sued. Now, if you leave the show and someone says something about you after and you're not on, you can sue. So I think we're seeing, um, what's his name? Ah. Um, Alexis's husband, I believe, is trying to sue some people. Yes. But um, I think he
2: didn't win against yeah. Shannon. Shannon, I think, won. That's
1: right. So um, there are some, like, ways out of it. But I'm pretty sure, I'm sure Kelly said, like, I mean, we've heard that Kelly basically, she tweeted out that she told bravo either fire vicky or i'm done so i think this is vicky's punishment
2: that is a good theory and i think you're absolutely right i don't see what else it could be i think you're a hundred percent right and i'm excited to see how it all unfolds and i'm you know um brawin is the new housewife yes and i will say pre-trailer today and a lot of you may or may have not known who she is she's been super interactive on her instagram account she seems like she's really going to be fighting for that spot and seems really interactive with fans which i give her props for um she's also the mom of seven so like not only just like
1: dealing with seven kids but she birthed seven kids so i would say like don't fuck with her
0: Cause this woman
1: <laughs> has been through a lot and and she still looks amazing and is still like out there, like killing it. So, uh, I'm excited to meet growing. I think OC needed a shakeup. Um, I think this is going to make people watch just to see Vicky not on there and see what the women do. I hope this doesn't go to Tamara's head though, because I don't want Tamara to start thinking like now she's the OG and ringleader. Oh, um, yeah.
2: but I'm now sure- I think she has a new title though. Like in terms of, true people, full-time cast member, not like the longest running OG. Now that Vicky's been demoted, I think well, she's like the second one.
1: She, so she's second longest running. So I thought she replaced Vicky, but um, actually one of our listeners and followers who I happen to have gone to high school with pointed out that this is season 14. So Vicky did 13 seasons full-time and this is Tamara's 12th season. Ah, uh,
2: I see. Okay. So
1: this, Time next year, um, Vicky and Tamara will have tied. I think Vicky will surpass her. I don't think Vic, I mean, I'm sorry. I think Tamra will surpass Vicky. I don't think Vicky's going to come back as a full time cast member after this.
2: I don't know that she will either. I mean, yeah, I feel like she's shown it all at this point. Like just be a grandma, buy your grandkids yeah. some cars when they're old enough. <laughs> they're not uh. quite that old yet, but I wouldn't be surprised either. And I'm actually excited to watch OC because I took a break. I didn't watch last season and I'm excited to watch. And I will say, and like being sensitive to this, I want to, I'm interested to see how they handle everything with Gina and everything that's going on with her family.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I mean, so the latest stuff with her husband, they stopped filming well before that, but I mean, her arrest, um, she actually got arrested twice. I don't know if people remember that. So she got a DWI and then there was like a warrant for her arrest because she failed to show up for something. Um, So I think, yeah, I think we're going to see Gina hit rock bottom. um, And you see that in the previews, but um, I think minus that piece of it, I think it's going to be
2: really, really good. And I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. Well, this has been a really fun bonus episode impromptu that we couldn't resist (laughs) not to do. So here we are. We literally, Abby and I were like, oh my gosh, we're so tired. There's been so much Bravo. Let's take a break for the holiday. And then here we are. So we can't get enough. And if you can't get enough of us, please, please, please leave our podcast a five-star rating or a written review. We love those as well. We love sharing those to our Instagram. And if you aren't already, please follow us on our Instagram at Real Moms of Bravo, and we will catch you next week. We have a lot of fun stuff coming up in July. We have the reunions coming up for New York and Beverly Hills. So stay tuned Are you ready to get started?